You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. It's time. Time for questions. Time for answers. Time for facts. Time for opinion. Time for Heather Duplessis Allen Drive with One New Zealand. One giant leap for New Zealand. Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB. Afternoon, in a shock move, Labour Party Minister Mika Whaiteri has defected from the government and joined the Māori Party. The decision to cross the floor is not an easy one, but it's the right one. This morning, I have officially notified the Speaker that I have resigned from the New Zealand Labour Party and have joined Te Party Māori. She says this move is about acknowledging her whakapapa. The Kotahitanga Māori Parliament Movement met here in 1892 their kaupapa to stop Māori land sales. Today, I'm acknowledging that whakapapa. I'm acknowledging my responsibility to it, and it's calling me home. Te Pāti Māori President John Tamihere says this is an emancipation for Mika Whaiteri. The worst enslavement possible is where in your heart, mind and soul, you think that you are lesser than, and that you're under somebody, and they're over your shoulder looking over you, and you have to please them. That's the emancipation uh, we're talking about. And this is the freedom that Mecca will be able to reign now in her own image, in her own spite, in her own whakapapa. Acting Prime Minister Carmel Cipollone stepping in for Chris Hipkins, who's of course overseas, says the Labour Party was blindsided. There was no contact made with the leadership, no explanation given uh, to date. It really is Mecca's decision. It's disappointing and clearly it's unexpected. When you've had a colleague for this long, it's really hard to see that person go. Now, on top of all of that, the expectation was that Mecca Whaiteri would lose her seat in Parliament today because of the Waka jumping law which clearly says that an MP loses their seat if they quit their party. But the Speaker decided that she could stay in Parliament. Andrew Geddes is an Otago University law professor. Hi, Andrew. Yeah, good evening. Andrew, why is Mika Whaiteri in there? Should she not have lost her seat today? So we've got these party-hopping laws on our books that says that if a MP basically leaves their party, becomes an independent, sits for another party, they must leave Parliament. But the interpretation of those laws uh, is with the Speaker of the House. And what the Speaker of the House appears to have decided is that because she didn't specifically use the words, I want to be an independent or I want to sit for another party in her correspondence with him, those laws haven't been, uh, haven't been triggered, which means that, um, yeah, she retains the right to sit, even though in practice she's left the party and is now sitting as an independent. Andrew, she, she is sitting with the Māori Party. She has given her proxy vote to the Māori Party. She has told people publicly, she's told voters publicly she has quit the Labour Party. So for her to still be there as a member of the Labour Party is splitting hairs like mad, isn't it? Yeah, so, so it's, it's a careful point to know she's no longer a member of the Labour Party. The, the Speaker has said, no, he recognises she's actually an independent. That's her formal status. What he seems to have said is, look, the law requires quite specific things to trigger a vacancy, to kick an MP out. And the Speaker is interpreting that law as requiring very specific language, I want to be an independent MP. And because those words apparently haven't been used, the Speaker says the law hasn't been triggered. But because she's going to be acting outside of the Labour Party, he's decided to recognise her. So we've got this weird situation where her correspondence wasn't enough to trigger the law, but it was enough to make him think she's an independent, so he's going to treat her as that. This looks like a fast. Does it look like a fast to you? Well, 
what we really need to see is the correspondence. We really need to know what did she say and why is it that the speaker is able to interpret that in one way for one purpose but in a different way for another. Because at the moment, we're just trying to decipher what the speaker might have thought based on his responses to a bunch of um, points of order in the House. It's just very unclear exactly what has happened here. Are you suspicious? Suspicious is a bit strong. I mean, it's, it's one of these sort of situations where the speaker's got a bit of a tough job and has had to do it quite quickly. Uh, and, you know, you've got to trust the speaker to some extent, but you also want to verify. I mean, you want to see what is it that lay behind the decision here. Because if you can't see that, well, then you do start to get a little bit worried, especially when you hear that the Māori Party was actually in negotiations with the speaker over what her letter meant. And, you know, if that sort of conversation is going on, you want to see what they're talking about. So do, do, to you, does it look like they might have got into his ear? Well, I mean, they said they were talking with uh, the, the clerk of the house and the speaker. So, you know, they were in his ear. But what I want to know is what was it they were talking about? What exactly did the, the correspondence say? And can it be interpreted, you know, giving the speaker the benefit of the doubt and so on in a way that makes sense? On its face, it does look a bit odd. Okay, Andrew, thank you for that. Uh, Andrew Geddes, the constitutional law expert at Otago University. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.